Thank you, Jane and Nicola and the musicians for, for leading us in that. Folks, can I perhaps read uh, to you? If you want to follow along, you can do in the Pew Bible. Just part of the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2, uh, verse, uh, well, verses, starting at verse 8, but on page 1027 in the Pew Bibles. Luke chapter 2, page 1027. Over the past number of weeks in preparing for Christmas and what it was going to be like, I kept coming back to this passage, and I want to share with you a little bit about how and why this passage has been coming back time and time again to my mind at this Christmas time. Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 8 and going through to verse 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and, and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The shepherds were in their field, and the angel said, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Christoph had asked the boys and girls, if they had an important announcement with a great choir, where would they go to do it? God sent his choir and his host of messengers to the hills in Bethlehem, to people who were almost outcasts, the shepherds. Not a great job, but if it was the only job you could get, you, could, you took it. You were out cold. You were out there with the sheep. You were out excluded from the rest of the community where you lived. Someone had to do this job. And then, suddenly, one night, as everything was happening as normal, this light comes, this great light. And there's an angel telling you that the person whom your religious leaders have been telling you about for years had suddenly come and was but two miles away. And the message came to shepherds, people out there, people away from their communities doing the lowest 
of the law of jobs. God sent his message, a message that his plan had finally come about, that his plan to rescue the world was, was there. A baby in Bethlehem was the rescuer. Let me help you think about that a little bit. The boys and girls are starting to filter their way in, and they were asked as well if they were getting excited about Christmas, and of course they are, but I dare say if we took a little straw poll here this afternoon, we'd all say we're getting a little bit excited about Christmas. Whether it's the candles, whether it's the choirs, whether it's the singing, whether it's the presents under the tree, and let's face it, we all enjoy that bit of Christmas as much as we say we don't. We enjoy it all. Let me tell you, about a little boy who had a toy. We've all had favorite toys, toys that we wouldn't let out of our sights. Wherever we went, this toy had to come. And this boy had a little toy, a little blue bear called Minnie. And Minnie went absolutely everywhere with this little boy. It was there. It was the first thing put into his cot in the hospital. And it went with him everywhere. And one time in the summer, the family went on holiday. And they went to the Isle of Man, wonderful place to go. And of course, Minnie the teddy bear went with the family on holiday. But one day, tragedy happened. Minnie fell out of a bag or fell out of a hand and Minnie couldn't be found. And there was an uproar. The family looked high, they looked low to try and find this little insignificant teddy bear. But it meant so much to the little boy. And just when they were about to give up, they wandered into a church bringing by seal. And there on the table was this little blue bear. There was Minnie with a little sticky tag saying 10p. What did they do? It rightfully belonged to the little boy, but here someone had found it, handed it in, and now a price had to be paid. 10p may not sound like much, but to a little boy, 10p was an awful lot of money. After negotiations with his parents, eventually the 10p was handed over and Minnie was brought back to its rightful owner. In case you think that's some little story, that's what happened to me at the age of three. Please don't judge why a blue teddy bear is called Minnie. I don't know either. But it's a wonderful picture of what God has done in sending Jesus. On the Christingles that we'll see going across the front, you'll see the little red band around the center of the orange to remind us that Jesus had to come There was no other way for us to be rescued except that his blood would be shed on a cross 33 years later. A price had to be paid. The owner had to pay the price of his creation. His people had to be redeemed. A price had to be paid. And for God, his creation, us, the price that had to be paid was Jesus Christ. I hope that Christmas is something that you enjoy. I know it's, it's difficult for many families because of circumstances, but there's still something within us that celebrates the birth of Jesus coming to this world. And over this next week, indeed uh, two weeks as we run up to New Year as well, we will celebrate Christmas and we will enjoy everything that comes with it. But I know already I've got lost in the wrapping paper, the Christmas cards, the lights, the Christmas trees. And I'm more concerned about how Christmas looks rather than how Christmas really is and how it is in Jesus Christ. I've discovered 
and I've been reflecting over the past uh, number of months as we've been looking as a church here together about what it means to be a gospel-centered church, about what Christmas now looks like in the light of our learning and teaching over the past number of months, about how everything we do from our organizations inside this building to everything we do outside, from our engagement and involvement with each other to what we do on a personal level in our homes and communities. What does Christmas now look like? And I've come to the conclusion that Christmas for me means that I celebrate the one whom I worship. I celebrate Jesus Christ as the rescuer, the one who came to redeem me and you. I've discovered I need to learn more every day about who Jesus is so that I can follow his example to live. And I've discovered that like the shepherds, I need to discover Jesus and I need to share Jesus. I need to go with my family, to my family, to my friends, and share Jesus with them, just as the shepherds had done. Folks, it's Christmas. We can't get away from it. We've said it enough. But what will you do with Jesus this Christmas? What will you do with him as he is offered to you? He is the gift that is here and now, not the gift to come under a Christmas tree, but he is the gift here and now, I want to invite you to join me in discovering Jesus, discovering who he is, learning how to be a follower of his, and sharing him with people I meet. Because I think that if we do that together, the road will be slightly easier as we share together, but also it will be one of excitement. Because the shepherds tell us a wonderful thing. As they went and told people, all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. They were bowled over by the message of Jesus. If we discover Jesus and share Jesus, others will be bowled over likewise. Folks, let's pray. Father, this afternoon we've come, we've sang, and we've celebrated Christmas. We thank you for it. We thank you for what it means. We thank you for Jesus and how we can learn from him and his example in scripture and how we can live for him in this world no matter how difficult it seems. We thank you that he is our comforter. Will you come and will you help us to learn more? Will you come and will you help us to learn together and share together so that others will be bowled over, others will be amazed at who Jesus is? Father, come and help us to be your people. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, our choir have been working hard over these past number of weeks, and I'm going to invite them to come up and sing uh, two songs to us. And while that's happening, if you have come prepared to give an offering this afternoon, the stewards will wait on you. If you haven't come prepared for that, please let the plate pass and uh, to the next person and then uh, it will be presented as the choir is singing. So I'm inviting the choir to come up.